I, I pronounced forcefully, my finger stabbing the air in front of my two older apprentices, am about to throw both of you off the tallest mountain in Sevendor. Tyndall snorted. Asshole, I thought to myself, his defiance and open contempt for authority, when he wasn't being obsequiously charming, was irritating me beyond belief these days. We were sitting in my workshop in my tower, with both of them sprawled on stools, while I paced back and forth. Tyndall had started a fight that I felt obligated to finish. I hoped he had enough sense to keep his mouth shut. That wouldn't be much of a fall compared to back home, he laughed contemptuously. I could feel my nostrils flare. I growled. This is back home, as far as you are concerned, I reminded him harshly. At least Sevendor is my home, a home I've spent a thousand hours and thousands more ounces of gold than it was worth to restore, the home my son was born in, the home my daughter will be born in, the home my wife seeks comfort and security in while she is bearing our second child, the home you two seem hell-bent on destroying. They both blanched at my rebuke. No one likes being reminded of their dependence on other people's generosity, and in truth I disliked using such tactics on generally good boys like Rondal and Tyndall, but today's little tussle justified it. I don't know where or how the argument started, but they'd been at each other's throats for days. In fact, they had been skirmishing beyond the bounds of healthy rivalries since we'd returned from Barrow Bell last month. Mostly I had ignored it, dismissing it at first as them just going a bit castle crazy in the winter, you put too many people in a castle around the same fire for long enough, and they start to lose their composure. The weather had been cold and wet lately, and we were all starting to get a little rough. But this morning had been bad. They had been using magic against each other, not deadly, not even particularly offensive. But when two talented apprentices start lobbing arcane power around your dining room because of some girl or some chore or whatever it was— it was time to put my boot down, on their necks, if need be. My castle already made it easier to do magic here than any place on Calador. I didn't need a full-scale magical duel to entertain the folk with through the winter blahs. I continued in a slightly calmer tone. Every day, it seems I hear of another dig, another scrap. You can't seem to be in the same domain without sniping at each other, and I blame you both. Tyndall? You go out of your way to provoke Rondal. Master, he protested, I do not. You call him names, you boss him around, and you challenge his mastery of magic regularly. Rondal, you sneer at his abilities, call him ignorant, and undermine his success and achievement just as regularly. And I'm sick of it. You are both high magi, mage lords and knights magi, but you are still my apprentices, and this is my home, I said. At first I thought this was about Dara, I said, naming my new thirteen-year-old female apprentice, but this isn't about her at all. It's about the two of you. Master, he tried to talk to Maid Hilma when it's clear she's not, Tyndall began. Master, he told Hilma that I enjoyed the virtue of maiden goats, Rondal shouted back angrily. Maid Hilma was a year older than they were. She was the niece of one of my yeomen, Jolor whom I had taken into service as a boon. She was a pretty girl who enjoyed attention, and my two young idiots were eager to compete for it, as eager as she was to play them off against each other. Hilma was a problem. 
I'd have to assign her some duties far away from them, until I could get her safely married off to some farmer in the spring. She was a distraction they didn't need. It seemed an opportune time for a fatherly rant, and as neither had fathers of their own, as their master it was my duty to beat them into manhood. Enough! I bellowed. I don't want to hear it from either one of you. You are both intelligent, competent, and loyal. So why can't I get you two blockheads to bloody well get along? I demanded angrily. As they both opened their mouths again, I interrupted. That is not an invitation for comment. I sighed and paced back and forth in my workshop. Pacing is one of my favorite ways to think, and I'd become accustomed to walking back and forth in front of my workbench. I've even started to wear a bit of a path in the wooden floor. I had gotten into a pattern where I could think and focus best when I was pacing. But it also meant trouble, if you were the subject of my attention. The boys knew they were in trouble. They were a study in contrasts, but both of them were on the cusp of manhood and wearing my patience threadbare. I studied them severely for a moment. Rondel, the older of the two, was actually, technically, the junior apprentice, as I had inherited him from his former master, and he had been with me six months less than Tyndall. Rundle was a wide-shouldered lad, shorter than Tyndall by four inches, and his hair was nondescript brown, flat and cut with a ball. He was just a bit nearsighted and had to correct his vision magically. He had the broad face and wide nose of the Wilderland's peasants and dark green eyes. Rundle was smart. He was also better educated than Tyndall, as he had spent more than a year under the mediocre instruction and substandard care of Garkescu the Great. I could fault my former professional rival for a host of things, but insisting his apprentices have a good grounding in basic imperial magic theory and practice was not one of them. Rondel was a sponge when it came to learning. Math, magic, masonry, you name it. Tyndall, by contrast, was taller, skinnier, and only a few months junior than Rondel. He had a strong talent and a dislike of hard studying. That made him powerful, but haphazard in his spellcraft. He had a shock of dirty blonde hair that never quite seemed to stay put, and blue eyes that the village girls found dreamy. He was well-muscled for his frame, the result of countless hours spent on the practice field. If Rundle was an arcane scholar, Tyndall was a war mage by vocation. He loved swordplay, horses, and the trappings of nobility, too. 